Hello guys and welcome back to Big Doc Energy. We have a special guest, we have Jordan Miller. He, I mean he does a lot of amazing things, but what we do know is that he is the community leader and founder of Breathe Heavy, which is an amazing, amazing platform. He's done some great things and today we'll be talking about the amazing documentary that is Framing Britney Spears. Jordan, welcome to Big Doc Energy. Thank you. That was an amazing, warm introduction. I really appreciate that and just very grateful to be uh, a part of this. So thank you so much. Yeah, definitely. We're so excited to have you. Um, I actually was just watching some of your YouTube videos today, which are amazing. And uh -huh. I know that. So actually, the reason this is how I found you. <laughs> I was watching okay. a bunch of stuff, obviously, because we've been covering Framing Britney. And there was another YouTube video. I wish I remember which one it was, but they credited you as the person who started the Free Britney hashtag. And I know mm -hmm. that you kind of started using that at the end of your sign-offs for when you were doing your forums years and years ago. But do you take credit for starting that or? Yeah, that's a great, that's a great question. And I am, I'm in a weird place with that because I don't like this idea of taking credit for it because it feels like I'm in some sense taking ownership of it. And, you know, as corny as it sounds, like there's all, there's millions of people that are part of this movement, so to speak. And so I don't feel like I, I like, I don't feel comfortable being like, I, I'm the one that started it. But at the same time, and I, and I, by the way, I get a lot of criticism about being like, he says he's the one that started it. And so I, I tread lightly. Um, but the fact of the matter is, is I was writing the term free Britney um, in 2009 before, you know, the movement really kicked into high gear. There's no disputing that. And so it is what it is. And I'm very proud that I was 19 years old and could see clearly what I thought was this injustice taking place so early on in the conservatorship process of everything. Um, so I don't take, I don't take necessarily take credit for it. Um, but I do, I was writing it, um, very early on. I, I might be, the first person, if not the first person to write that term. That is pretty crazy. Considering, <laughs> considering it is so big now, especially now, I feel like even more so. Uh, well, for me, I think because I'm younger and I pay attention to pop culture, I've seen a lot of Free Britney, but I think people like my parents are just now hearing about it because of the documentary. And it's like really, really blowing up for like the common people, if you know what I mean, <laughs> when it comes to yeah. like the Britney movement. Um, and I heard also that Jamie Spears for a little while was trying to sue you for mm -hmm. the free Britney term. What happened with that? Yes. So he wasn't necessarily trying to sue me, I guess in a roundabout way he was for the free Britney <laughs> term. But at the time, at the time, free Britney wasn't necessarily a thing yet. It was, there wasn't enough experiences or momentum really, um, to have a movement. It was still so new. No one really knew what was going on. So he, yeah, he did indeed uh, call me um, and threatened. He told me he was going to destroy me. And, you know, when I was a teenager, when I was 19 years old, that was such a, you know, one, that was just scary because it's like this pop idol that I looked up to my whole childhood and adolescence the person who's, you know, seemingly in, in this control is threatening to destroy me and, and I don't have the resources to fight that. 
So I didn't know what to do. Um, and I essentially played along at first. Essentially what had, what went down is he called me to say like I had to, he was gonna destroy me. And then I got an email from Brittany's lawyers not too long after that saying I had to close my website down uh, within 24 hours. And so it was just very overwhelming as a young person um, because you don't know what to do. And it's my passion and I just didn't feel like that was right. And I feel like I'm being censored. So initially I played along and I, I closed Breathe Heavy down for about, I think two days before I was like, fuck it. I can't keep this closed. Like this is my baby, this is my passion. Like I don't feel like this is right. So I um, found a lawyer to represent me pro bono. And I was like, I guess we're gonna do this. <laughs> and in hindsight, I was like pretty brave, but also a little reckless because it's like, they have lots of money and they could have really, I think done some significant damage to me and my mental health theoretically. So I got this lawyer and uh, they never fortunately followed up and didn't pursue anything. And it really kind of just went away, sort of, sort of. Um, and I say it like that because it took many, many years to kind of try to mend any potential relationship I would have with, you know, her team, not her dad. Um, but, you know, I've had this dream, like, I want to work for Britney Spears in an official capacity and help her put out an album and like, da, 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 da. And I was like, well, that's ruined. I'll never be able to do that. And even still to this day, I'm like, there's just so much history. I, I, I wonder if that could ever be. Um, but it's almost like at this stage right now, it's irrelevant. Like we're trying to fight for this woman's autonomy and to be able to live a life on her own terms. And so that's kind of where we're at right now. Yeah. What would you say that your involvement is with the movement now? I know that you write a lot about Britney and you have a lot of um, YouTube videos about her and you're kind of this like leader in the Britney community. And is that something that you thought would ever happen? Like, how did you get to this point? <laughs> That's a great question. How did I feel like part of me when I look back on writing about free Britney and stuff way back when it just feels like another person. Like I'm the one that was writing this and now people all over the world are using this term. Like it's kind of a bizarre thought. Um, it's like, it doesn't even feel like that was me. Um, but you know, it, it's funny you say that because I do still get a lot of criticism, especially these last two weeks in light of the documentary, I've gotten like literally thousands of comments of just t telling me that I'm not a leader. I'm a terrible person. I'm using Britney for clout. I'm using her for personal gain and 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 to some degree, I have to look, kind of look at myself in the mirror and be like, you know, part of what they're saying, I guess, in some sense is true. Like my website does generate revenue through ads when people visit. And it's a part of the whole business model that I am like partly comfortable with, but also uncomfortable because I don't like this notion of like I'm using her. But at the same time, it's like, Free Britney stories do generate revenue. So it's like, what, how do I proceed? Like I need this website to continue to thrive financially so it can like exist and have a platform for people to go to. Um, but at the same time, I don't like the idea that I'm using her, you know, potentially. So I have, it's really warped my view of like where I stand in terms of like where, how do I fit into this whole movement? Um, you know, I, I did a recently I, I joined this like live stream rally um, on one of the days that Brittany had a court hearing and 
I asked the organizer if I could just speak for a few minutes because I've gotten some criticism in the past for not being visible, that I just kind of do my own thing and, and don't show up to the, you know, to go to LA to be at the rallies in person. And part of that's because I feel like a little like uncomfortable to do that, to go in person and potentially have people confront me. Um, so I did this like live stream thing as try as a way to try to show that I'm putting an effort. And then I would look into the comments side and it was like, we don't want him here. Get him out of here. And <laughs> I don't say so this. Mean. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't say this as like a, a poor me or like a sympathy thing. It's just kind of this weird universe that I'm in. And, and there's a lot of like moving parts and I'm just trying to like be as, much of a positive influence as I can while still hearing all this feedback and then just being like, I'm also still a human being who like that as much as you want to pretend like that it's not going to hurt your feelings. Like when you have like hundreds of those kind of comments coming at you in a day, it's like, wow, I feel like a piece of shit today. And so with, with the framing Britney Spears documentary, it's just so interesting that I got this like wave of like negativity because one of the things with the documentary uh, that it points out is that, you know, the media and I think people alike really treated Britney poorly and judged her in a lot of ways. And now that I'm comparing myself at all to the magnitude of, of what she was and, and is, but just a, even a tiny little fraction of that, I can understand like how that can really affect someone on a day to day if you're just constantly being fed that kind of um, negativity. And there's so many more people that are way more positive and like root for me and all that but they're the ones that are far less vocal. It's the ones that are like mean that are very loud. Um, so I'm still kind of trying to find my place in all this. Um, but I just want to do, um, I want to do right. And I want to hopefully shine a light on what I feel is like this injustice for Brittany. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So sorry. You, um, this, this podcast is on the back of our previous one which was about the documentary frame britney spears um which is what we do on big stock energy that's what we talk about so and i, you, I watched it i mean i didn't grow up listening to britney spears i'm not gonna <laughs> lie to you kayla did uh mm -hmm. I'm like a justin timberlake but no i'm joking <laughs> um I, I didn't really listen to britney spears so i was watching it on a not knowing anything of the story i didn't even know about this conservatorship I, I had to tell him what conservatorship was and when we first started watching the documentary he wasn't paying attention to the first like five minutes and he's like wait did, is britney in jail i'm like no <laughs> yeah. like, that's how much sam I mean, didn't know <laughs> yeah exactly kind of, kind of but i was kind of shocked to, to hear all this stuff and then i mean it definitely um made me kind of aware a bit more about what britney spears went through um you know with the media and stuff how do you feel about, you know, how the documentary portrayed, well, first of all, you know, Britney's life, do you think it was all fairly, um, fairly done? And, and how do you feel about how they portrayed the situation that she's in now? I think that the documentary had a very sympathetic view towards her. Um, and there's two sides to this, I think they could have gone. And I think they kind of explored this, this world that she was really, in some sense, put in thrust into the limelight. And then so many things just kind of kept happening over and over throughout the years that were really spinning her in a direction that maybe had she not been famous, she wouldn't have gone obviously. Um, so I think the documentary did an amazing job kind of painting this picture for people who are less familiar with what had happened, which is interesting because if you're a fan of hers, you kind of watch that documentary pretty much 
knowing everything that they had said. There was no like real new information necessarily. Um, but I think what they set out to do was to inform people who are less familiar. And I think that that was an amazing starting point. And I don't think this is like the be all end all of documentaries. I'm under the impression there's more works um, on the way. And what I would like to see next is less of this backstory of how she got to the conservatorship and more of like, now that the conservatorship's been in place for 13 years, what has transpired in this time? Um, because it'd be one thing if she was in it for a year and then it, it was dissolved and then she went about her life and then whatever happened, happened. But like 13 years is a really long time to be in this legal restraint with no end in sight. And which is exactly the stance I've had <laughs> since I was 19 years old and I'm going to be 33 years old in two months. So it's really like been a really long time that I've a been covering this and b that she's been in this. Um, and you, you know, you mentioned the, the podcast you guys did previous to this and about framing Britney Spears and I did check it out. And there was a really interesting, um, part that you guys brought up about the conservatorship and Britney's dad, which was, does, is the free Britney movement about, um, Britney's dad kind of being removed from power or is it about Britney being released from conservator? all conservatorships in general, because there's two conservatorships, um, one over the person, which her dad is no longer a part of, but he was for 12 years, um, and the financial one over her estate. And those are really, those are re that's a really important question. And it's, it is something that I don't think is kind of covered enough. And it's a good question. It's like, where, where should, where should people stand? How are people supposed to view this conservatorship if we don't have all the information Obviously, her medical history and all that is should be sealed and kept private from us. But this whole theme of lack of transparency and makes it really confusing for people, everyone, especially people who don't have the details, who haven't followed it. So it's like, well, where do we go from here? What are we supposed to think after seeing Framing Britney Spears? What are we supposed to think in general? You know, is this conservatorship good for her? Um, it really prompts a lot of questions and. You know, it's something that I also think about and wrestle with. Yeah. So going off the back of that, since you are somebody who has been paying very close attention to this conservatorship for so long, what? how do you feel? Do you think that she should be in the conservatorship in general or is it just about taking away power from her dad? What What do you think mm -hmm. that free Britney, what does free Britney really mean to you? I think that free Britney, free Britney to me first means is essentially a call to action um, to shed light on this injustice that's taking place before our very eyes on this extremely iconic pop star who everyone around the world and you know internationally is familiar with. Um, but in terms of like her dad and the conservatorship, like my view, which you know I I I go back and forth a little bit. I do obviously think her dad for sure needs to be completely removed from this situation entirely. Brittany's going to be 40 years old this year. And she would just, she's just saying like, look, I just want my dad out of the picture. Yeah. That is not the, <laughs> that to me is not a huge ask. You know, you can see that her father's presence um, has been a detriment to her. So like, why is the court not respecting this? Yeah. You know, so there's that. But the question of like, should the conservatorships, in general, be removed from her life. 
And while I do think that there are parts of Britney's life that we don't have all the information about, I just feel like at this point, <laughs> the situation has been so abused. These conservatorships have been abused beyond belief that it's like, there needs to be a change. I think that like, there can be other arrangements that are beneficial for her mental health and her stability for, you know, her family and her kids and all that, that doesn't require such restraint where she can't legally get out of it because the courts deemed her incompetent. Yet she can go on tour and put out music. And it's like been called a hybrid business model, but it's not what conservatorships are meant for. They're not tools for business. You know, they're tools to keep people who can't feed themselves functioning. Clearly she can do these things. And it's like, <laughs> The probate court is really out of sync when it comes to how they're handling it. Because as you guys mentioned on your podcast as well, there's a huge conflict conflict of interest where everyone's making money and Britney Spears is paying the legal fees on both sides. So there's no there's no desire on either end to want to end this because that also ends their income in some way. And the fact that that's even like, out, like happening is mind-blowing and it's like, it's I think that inevitably there will be change. There's way too many eyes on it now that I just think it's it's the uh, you know a house of cards and it's only a matter of time. But every fucking month that passes where she has to deal with this is just wrong in my opinion. It's like let's we should all be able to move on. <laughs> like yeah. Brittany should be able to move on. You know, like we should be excited to talk about her. Or, you know, when she chooses to perform again, let's focus on that. You know, but it's like we can't do that right now because. It, this is such a glaring issue for her. And it appears to me like she's just kind of stepped back and is like, I can't deal with this. Just courts, just handle it. My lawyer, just handle it. But it's like, there's just such a conflict of, conflict of interest that I can just see why she wants to take a step back and just not deal with it. It's just exhausting for her, I'm sure. Yeah. So. Definitely. Do you have any other questions? Uh, yeah, I mean... Obviously, we, we, we've been speaking about Britney, that's the whole thing, and um, we, we spoke about <laughs> on our previous episode, but I'm kind of interested as well about yourself, um, with, and we, we touched on it earlier, with you being kind of, you know, a leader in this and uh, a bit of a face and, you, you know, you speak out, and I'm sure the, the fans actually really appreciate you putting yourself out there, um, do you have any sort of trouble in, like, your like in your career that like it hinders you in any way like as you said you have negative comments but have you, have you ever felt mm -hmm. like oh do you know what i'm just gonna i don't want to do this anymore I'm, i want to focus on something else and yeah no definitely it's funny you say that because this last like week or two um i did i did feel like that for a little bit i was like I did have the thought of like, which I think is totally like a normal thing when you have kind of like negativity, like blasted at you. You're just like, why am I doing this? What is the point? Like, why am I speaking about Britney Spears and like people in my real life coming up to me, people online asking me, me talking about it in YouTube videos, like people saying, you don't do enough. You, you know, you hide. And it's like, what more do you want me to do? You know? And I did get to a place where I, I felt like that very recently. And, and I was like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? <laughs> like, and I ultimately just needed to kind of give myself some space. Um, because I, I can see from like an objective point of view, it's like this guy talks about Britney Spears a lot. Like he, like I could just, I can feel the kind of like, you know, what that, what that must sound like to others. And because I'm in my own bubble, it's hard for me to like separate the two. Um, 
but yeah, I've definitely thought like this is just too much. Like, and and part of me is like, I wish Brittany obviously well, and I root for her and all that. But like, to, for me to have to feel like shit at night is like, is this worth it? And ultimately, I was like, yeah, <laughs> it is because I do think I'm I'm helping her. Some, I think I'm helping someone who's prolific in in history and in, in pop culture. And that to me is really that just eclipses all of like the a thousand negative comments. Like these trolls or whatever, like anyone who expresses that kind of negativity, it's coming from a place of them feeling not good. And I have to remember that. Um, but it's hard sometimes. So ultimately, yeah, I have had the thought, but I'm so far in deep at this point. I'm like, let's just see, let's see this through. <laughs> like, let's help Brittany, you know. And um it ultimately led to a job that I recently got a month ago. It just started. Um, yeah, this, the, when you go to breathe heavy and you see how everything works and where you can comment and how you can private message people and all that, the forum software company is called envision community. And I now work for them, um, as a community. Thank you. (laughs) I'm really excited about it. I haven't worked for someone in, in almost a decade. And it's just, it's just been a really refreshing change of pace. And I can still obviously um, contribute to Breathe Heavy every single day and, and all that. But um, to answer your question, of course, I've thought that. And I will hold this space for me for the future in case I do decide, like, this is, I'm good. Um, but I, I don't feel like, fortunately, I've, I've, you know, crossed that bridge or anything. Well, I feel like... I don't think any normal person would look at what you're doing and think that you're you're doing this out of a place of hate or, or, or anything bad or negative. Like, what you're doing, talking about Britney, is obviously coming from a place of you wanting to help. So if anybody is out there that wants to troll on you or hate on you for that, then that's definitely their own problem. And, and also, if they're trying to troll on you and hate on you and you have this platform that's trying to speak good and try and help her then they themselves aren't a fan of Britney because that just it does mm. you can't do both you can't hate on somebody yeah. trying to help Britney but also hate you so like that just you, doesn't work you would think that <laughs> you would that you would think that yeah I agree I'm like how how could you what is the point like when you hate on someone like ultimately if someone's at home and they're in their their basement they're like I hate Jordan or whatever it's like I don't really feel that I'm like doing my thing. Like you, you're feeling that you're feeling that hate. So is that like working for you? Like, you know, let me know in the comments. <laughs> right. Exactly. Watch my next video and comment after you watch so that I get those views. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and smash the like button. <laughs> okay. So what is next for Brittany? Um, for those who aren't, like, you know, up on the Britney news. I know that she just had a court date recently or her dad did, um, mm-hmm. the, which he lost. So what do you think is going to be next and what's going on with the whole conservatorship? Yeah. So the court date that you just mentioned was essentially a third independent party, um, a trust company signing on to be co-conservator over Britney's finances, which for Britney was a big win because that's ultimately a step towards autonomy, which is not having her father control her, her bank account. Um, so that was that was good news. And I think what also worth mentioning is that Britney's in this conservatorship, unless something changes, um, until September of this year, and then they'll reassess. So that that we know for sure. I do think 
kind of touching back on what we mentioned about like is should she be in the conservatorship or whatever whether we whether she should or shouldn't i guess is one thing but it's like she and hopefully she knows this that she can file a petition her you know per her lawyer to request to dissolve the conservatorship so as much of as an unpopular opinion as this might be Brittany could there could really well just be like it's not the conservatorship necessarily that's the huge issue it's my dad and that's and i say it because i do think that it's important to at least be discussed and i think some fans are like would be outraged that i just said that but it is a possibility that she could be like i i don't care necessarily i i may not want the conservatorship but like this is working for me now i just want my dad out of the picture i personally think like i mentioned it's been abused it needs to go away entirely if she doesn't qualify for what it is meant to be so i do think that as the year trickles along um we'll see more glimpses of hope really that she'll be able to be rid of this situation and i hope that for her because i think the conservatorship has really inhibited in some ways um personal development and growth because it, what it does is it, it takes away some opportunity for Brittany to fail and to fall and we all know that like when you fall down yeah that sucks but that's one of the most important parts of life because it teaches you how to put, pick yourself back up and if you take away all the opportunities for someone to fall well okay you're I guess you're protecting them but you're not allowing them to grow either and I want that for Brittany obviously I don't want her to fail and make mistakes and all that but like that's the human experience. That's part of what we, that's part of living. You you can't enjoy the success and growth without the other part, the hard parts, you know? And I, I'm not saying she doesn't already have that. She could very well be living her best life. I, I don't know. To me, it's like, no, you can't be living your best, best life with this going on. It's just like inherently part of the problem. All my own speculation I, I truly don't know but that's I, I that's what I want for her is just to be able to live her life completely on her own terms without someone legally being able to dictate what she can and can't do um so those are the kind of legal sides of things but that's ultimately what I what I hope for her and I think you know I'm not alone in that I think we all root for her in that sense and we all want for her to live her most authentic life and I do think we are on that way and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how it all unfolds yeah, definitely. I think the documentary definitely is going to play a big role just in gaining people's attention on what's going on and realizing what the situation is, because I feel like a lot of people didn't even know that, like, especially if you're not on like Twitter or forums or things like that. But do you want to tell everyone about Breathe Heavy and how to find you and what it's all about? Tell us everything. Yeah, so you guys can find me on Instagram. My username, get ready, is it's Jordan Miller Bitch. <laughs> of course. Um, <laughs> obviously. And yeah, please, when you get a chance, head over to breatheheavy.com. And if you feel inspired to create an account, it would be greatly appreciated because, you know, it, first of all, it takes less than 30 seconds and it's free. But most importantly, you're going to be joining this really amazing and thriving community. Breathe Heavy is going to be 17 years old this summer, which is crazy to think about. And it's receiving the most amount of traffic it's ever had. And, and mind you, this was during, you know, the darker times and during her tours and all that. You know, the Free Britney movement has really become a staple of Breathe Heavy. And, and really, in some sense, it was the birthplace in a lot of ways. And I'd love for as many people as possible to be a part of it and, and join. All righty. Uh, 
yeah, that was really, really great. And I mean, I'll be joining. Um, I'm, I'm gonna, you know, I'm going to sign up now. Um, but, hey, you know what? You need a, we got to get you a little more brushed up on your Britney lyrics. I, I heard you sing some. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm not, I'm not that so good on them. But um, you know, I think actually, from like, I like to say, I didn't know a lot about it, and you're actually, you're a good role model of educating people about not just Britney Spears and you know, in conservatorships, but just the topic in general because I didn't know what it was. And now I do, mm -hmm. and um, I think you talk about yeah. it. Um, you talk about it in sort of actually not just I'm a fan of Britney. You talk about it in a really professional. It makes sense. Um, Thank you. Yeah, and I, I think I think you should definitely join the the website Breathe Heavy if you can, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, Appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you so much, Jordan. It was great having you on, and yeah, I think that's it. Thank you guys. This is a great opportunity. And, you know, you guys are a real nice reminder for me that um, you guys are just very, very cute together. And, you know, it's been a little it's been a minute for me since I've fallen in love. So I'm going to take your guys's, uh, you know, affection towards one another and capture it in a bottle. And I'm going to find me a man now. Because <laughs> obviously I'm from the UK. And she's from America. Mm -hmm. It was just a simple DM on Instagram. Yeah. Just literally how the DMs, nice. Well, she slimmed the DMs and then I flew to Florida from the UK. So I did a little bit more. But you know, <laughs> you know she still made the first move. I love that. A, a, a true digital uh, age for the digital times, you know, so Definitely. that's super cute. And yeah, I greatly appreciate you guys uh, featuring me on this podcast and just sending you guys a lot of love. Take care, Jordan. All right, guys. Bye. Take care. All right, see you later.